0: This is Too Busy to Podcast, a show for busy, multi-passionate female entrepreneurs at different stages of their podcasting journey who may be feeling frustrated or overwhelmed doing all the things. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast editor and podcast manager. I'll be coming to you every week, solo or with a guest, to share actionable tips, simple strategies and useful resources to help you manage and grow your podcast the simple way. We'll be covering the practical stuff like how to start a podcast, what equipment you should use, and how to create a podcast workflow that helps you to stay organized. But also, there's the other important stuff like mindset, email marketing, productivity, and storytelling. So, open up the Notes app on your phone and let's get started. Hey there and welcome to episode 31 of Too Busy to Podcast. I hope you're all well. At the time of this recording, it is two days before Christmas Day in 2021. And I'm sure that you're all very busy preparing for, you know, your families coming around and getting all the kids sorted and the house sorted. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode, whether it's now or during the Christmas period. I really appreciate you taking the time. I want to make it a quick episode, but I also wanted to finish out the year by, you know, looking back as we do in our businesses. I thought we could have a bit of a look back at some of the great things that have happened in the podcasting world this year. And then also kind of look ahead to 2022. Is podcasting going to dry up or are we going to continue to see growth? So we're going to delve into all of that in a moment. But I just want to start by acknowledging that it's been an absolutely wonderful year in podcasting. The industry, in my opinion, really blew up during the COVID-19 pandemic, which has been going on now for about 18, 19 months. A lot longer than a lot of us would have thought, but we're still in it. We're now in the third variant. And we're just all trying to, you know, keep living our lives as normally as possible. But yeah, podcasting definitely blew up. A lot of people were at home, had a lot more time on their hands. Business owners had to kind of think about how they can continue to reach their people when they weren't able to leave, you know, their homes and do face-to-face networking and speak on stages, all that kind of stuff. So things really blew up podcast-wise in the last 18 months or so. As we head into 2022, some people might wonder, well, is this it? You know, because even though we are now in the third variant of the COVID-19, the world has started to open up and we are starting to resume some level of normalcy in our lives. That like we're going out and, you know, we're seeing family. We're able to just to do normal stuff Rather than being cooped up in the house in lockdown. So they have been probably some of you wondering, well, will this growth continue? And I a hundred, a thousand percent believe that it will. There have been a number of launches this year that I really truly believe demonstrate how companies out there are trying to support podcast creators how they are trying to, you know, increase listenership and really, I guess, proving that audio is going to be quite big. I mean, video is definitely something that's on the rise and we can talk about, you know, video podcasts in a future episode. But I really 100% believe that 2022 is not going to be the year where we're just going to see this drop. Because of course, with the, the world opening up, new podcasts. There might not be as many new podcasts launching as previously in the last, you know, 20 months or so, but I don't think like it's going to drop significantly. I think that growth will continue. The industry will remain stable. And there's just been so much going on this year. Every time I thought that, you know, I read about something new, there was yet something else the following day. And we're going to talk about some of those things because I feel like they could help you in terms of, you know, growing your podcast. A lot of it is marketing stuff. Some of it could be in terms of your workflow. So we're going to look at that in a moment. But I want to share with you a resource that I found quite helpful this year. It's called the Infinite Dial 2021 Report. And this report is run by Edison Research It's basically they do surveys around digital media consumer behavior in America. So this report went live, I think it was February or March, but I was really pleased to see that they have done one in the UK for the first time this month, December 2021. So now we are able to, of course, I'm based in the UK, but whenever I was talking about stats, it was based on the US. So I'm really, really excited to see that we now have one for the UK. And, you know, we haven't got enough time now, so I'll make sure to link both of them in the show notes so that you can have a look. But I was really pleased to see that the UK is not far behind from the US. So, for example, one stat that jumps out is approximately 80 million Americans, which is 28% of the US 12 years and above population listen to podcasts on a weekly basis. 48% of those are men, 49% of those are women, and then 2-3% are considered non-binary or fall into the other category. Of those weekly listeners, they listen to about five shows per week. So, you know, that's, the, and I can believe that because, you know, on a normal week, I can listen to about four or five myself, you know, not listening to my own, <laughs> but listening to others. So that's really interesting. And then another stat is of monthly listeners, 41% of the 16 plus population, and that's the UK and the US. So 41% of the 16 plus population listen to podcasts on a monthly basis. So those are some interesting stats there. As I said, I probably need an entire episode to go through both reports, but I'll link them in the show notes so that you can read them at your leisure. Now let's kind of talk about some of the stuff that I've certainly found quite exciting. I mean, again, there's been so much that has happened in the podcasting space. But in terms of information that I've shared with my clients or I've implemented myself, these are some of the few quick ones that I wanted to share with you today. I wanted to start by saying happy birthday, happy 20th birthday to podcasting. Yes, podcasting turned 20 this year. I know it sounds like, huh? because a lot of us have only heard about podcasting in maybe the last three to five years, but actually it has been around for a long, long time. As they say about anything in terms of longevity, the longevity of podcasting is already there. When I talked about earlier in terms of it growing in 2020 2022 I hope that shows you that, yeah, it is. This isn't something that's been around just because COVID hit. This is something that's been around for 20 years. We've got people that have got real skin in the game. You know, it might be new to me. It might be new to you. But podcasting has been around for a long, long time. So some of the things that happened this year in terms of some of the brands that we are very familiar with So let's kick off with Facebook. So Facebook jumped onto the audio bandwagon this year and they did that in a couple of ways. So number one, they added podcasts to their platform. Like for instance, when I changed my business name in the last couple of weeks, I was then able to add my podcast to my business page in Facebook. If you haven't got a page On Facebook already, I highly suggest that you create one. And the idea behind it, Facebook said is that they wanted their users to easily find new podcasts and episodes based on their interests. So from a podcaster's point of view, this is good for you in terms of reach, you being able to obviously connect with new listeners because how it works is that people will be able to listen to your podcast while browsing Facebook. There's like a mini player or full screen player that is displayed. It has, you know, full playback options. And if they're on their phone, they could also, you know, turn off their screen and listen to it as though it was a podcast player app. So I think that's a really, really good move on Facebook's part. I think they're really trying to get into the audio game, which is an example of where I think podcasting is going to go next year and years to come they've also added live audio rooms so according to Facebook these enable you to discover listening on and join live conversations with public figures experts and others about topics you're interested in I don't know about you guys I've not partaken in them just because I've decided to be super intentional with my time I'm sure many of you listening have spent many hours on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, scrolling mindlessly. And before you know it, the 10 minutes that you planned to spend has turned into two hours. So I haven't taken use of the audio rooms myself, but definitely when I go into the app, if there's an audio room open right at the top of the app, I will see such and such and such and such are having a conversation, join them or something like that. So in terms of from your podcast point of view, you could host a live audio room. It could work really well in terms of, you know, doing a Q&A or really engaging with your listeners after an episode drops. Of course, marketing it and, you know, telling people about it is absolutely key. You can invite people in advance or during the conversation. There's no limit to the number of listeners. However, there can only be up to 50 speakers, which I think is a good number, especially if it's a sort of like a summit or a bigger event. It's open to iOS and Android. And as I mentioned, you can see it in your newsfeed or sometimes it will pop up in their notifications. So live audio rooms, if that sounds like something your audience would engage in, it's something that you should definitely think about. So that is Facebook. Let's move on next to Apple. So Apple did unveil, I think it was in quarter two of this year, that they were going to be launching a subscriptions-based model. And basically, it will be a place for listeners to discover premium subscriptions offered by their favourite creators alongside millions of the normal free shows. So of course, Too Busy to Podcast is free If I wanted it to become a subscription model, then I can do that within Apple Podcasts. And how it would work is that you would pay a certain amount per month to access this premium content. So it shouldn't be the normal content that you get for free, because who's going to pay for the same stuff? I would have to up-level my content and make sure that it's something that you would want to pay for. So if you haven't heard about this before, and it sounds like something you'd be interested in, please check it out. I do remember when it was announced, there was a huge uproar in the podcast community because they were going to be charging, what was it? I think 30% of whatever you make for the first year and then it was going to drop. But a lot of people have found that a bit cheeky because there's other platforms such as Patreon who do not charge anything near that. So there was some dubiousness i guess around how successful it will be but by all means if it's something that you'd be interested in you want to monetize your podcast in some way do check it out they also updated the apple podcast connect tool so if you haven't launched your podcast yet you might be thinking what the heck is rosemary talking about It's totally fine. So, the Apple Podcast Connect tool is is where you would add your RSS feed so that your show is shown in Apple Podcasts. There is no host that allows you to automatically add your podcast to Apple Podcasts. They like to be different, they like to be difficult. (laughs) Spotify, if you have a host, if you host with Libsyn, you can automatically add your podcast to Spotify. Apple is the only one that... It's a completely separate process. So that's where the Apple Podcast Connect tool comes in. And they upgraded it or updated it or did whatever it was. I think it was back in quarter two. So May, June, they did it. And oh my goodness, the bugs, the glitches. There was a whole host of technical issues that happened that had podcast creators all in a tizzy. I mean, even I was in a tizzy because... There were people's shows going, you know, people that had shows running for three, four, five years. They had episodes going, missing. There were so many issues. And Apple themselves, I don't know. I know they're a big brand and they probably think, oh, you know, we're a bit untouchable. But there was no apology. There was no acknowledgement. And it took them a few months. I would say maybe even into quarter four to sort some of those issues out. So it was definitely... A stressful time, and obviously that upgrade that update fell in around the same time as the subscriptions, so much some might say that they did too much at the same time and it all went a bit peak tong, but yeah, it was definitely a trying time for them, and I would be so bold also to say that around that time, I think a lot of people definitely from what I saw online on all the different social media platforms, a lot of people then migrated over to Spotify, right? So I suspect a lot... They lost listeners. we would have to wait to see what the Infinite Dial Report 2022 says about this. But I know a lot of people just got really frustrated because... Also, with their recent iOS update, the app itself looked different. They decided to take some stuff away that didn't make any logical sense. So people just, you know, understandably got quite annoyed and they moved over to Spotify. So Apple might not have got it right this year. Hopefully there's some lessons coming out of that and they will see things differently in the new year. Let's move on to talk about Clubhouse. So if you don't know, Clubhouse is a, it's a social networking app, but it's different from, well, at the start of 2021, it was different from anything else out there. So it was audio only, which is perfect for people like us, you know, who love listening to podcasts, but it was a little bit exclusive in terms of, so it launched, I think it was summer 2020, It probably was launched to a lot of like celebrities or influencers and it was invitation only. So, you know, as you joined, I think you got three or five invites. And then the more you participated in the rooms, you got more invites. So it was a slow growing process. And I finally got onto the platform in January. I will not lie. There was definitely a bit of FOMO because I think I got bored of it by March. I was just like, no. It's something that's live. So if you wanted to listen or join a room and partake in a conversation, you literally had to stop what you were doing or schedule it into your day. So it's not like podcasts where, you know, I can't sleep at 1am. I want to listen to a podcast. No, you had to very much schedule it. And so the exclusivity, the FOMO wore off. But what Clubhouse brought to the world was even more acknowledgement that audio is where it's at. And in light of that, as I mentioned, Facebook introduced live audio rooms, Twitter launched Spaces, which is again live audio rooms for all its users. And I remember that there were conversations around, oh, is Clubhouse going to take over podcasting? And I just laughed because they're two separate yet similar things, but no, 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 no. I haven't been on Clubhouse now for a number of months. I still have the app on my phone. I still get notifications, but I ignore them because it's not part of my business or my marketing strategy at this time. But for podcasters, Clubhouse could work really, really well. And that could work in a multitude of ways. So say, for example, You wanted to engage with your listeners after your episode is released. You could, you know, know, your release day is Monday, on a Monday evening. You can then host a room where people can join you and ask questions about that episode. So that's an excellent way. You can also network with other podcasters. You can find guests. You can start a club around your podcast. So a big one that I was a part of when I was on the app was Club Pod. And they've got thousands of members or into this club. So you could do the same. In turn, you will then grow your podcast. In turn, your podcast grows your business because if you create courses or memberships or whatever it is, digital products as an extension of your podcast, it all leads back to the revenue of your business. So Clubhouse definitely does work for podcasters. And I know the last thing I'd heard is that you're now able to record. So, you know, at the start of the year, as I said, you had to be live, you had to be present, whereas now that there was no recording of that conversation. So if you missed 9 a.m. on Monday, you've missed 9 a.m. on Monday. Like some hosts started to take physical notes and then email them out to you at your recording but I think we're now in a space where they've started to record those conversations and that could potentially work for your podcast so flip it the other way around if you wanted to do a live podcast episode if that suits your podcast it won't suit every type of show but if you want to do like a live Q&A session on Clubhouse record it using the voice memo app on your iPhone I'm not sure about Android but they might have a similar app And then, you know, drop it into your editing platform, clean it up a bit, ping it over into your host and voila. So over the months, Clubhouse has listened to the feedback and it's diversified. But I think it is definitely a perfect option for podcasters if you have the time and it suits your audience. Now, Spotify and Anchor.fm. If you're not aware, Spotify owns Anchor. Dot fm which is a all-in-one so you can distribute your podcast so you record it you can do all sorts and it's free i mean it's not a platform that i recommend to my clients but if it's something that you're interested in especially if you're starting out definitely look into it but they have started offering podcast monetization options via three tiers of ads and it's interesting because in my business definitely in the last three weeks or so, I had about five different people ask me about monetization. So that is something that a lot of especially newer podcasters are interested in. It's something that I'm definitely going to spend the Christmas period reading up about, not necessarily to offer as a service, but just so that I'm a bit more clued up as to what's out there. Because I think a lot of people automatically think I need to get a sponsor or, you know, so that they can stick an ad and pay me. But that's not necessarily the best avenue, especially if you haven't got tens of thousands of downloads per episode. This is another reason why I think podcasting will continue to grow. Because as much as we love podcasting, I mean, I love my podcast. I'm not trying to monetize it in any way. But there are people, obviously the clients that I work with, it's an extension of their business. And We're in business to make money as much as we, you know, want to share our message and make an impact and have an influence and help the people who take the time to listen to our episodes. At the same time, we still want to monetize that. So there's lots of monetization options popping up at the moment. So that's definitely one that I think we need to watch for 2022. Anchor FM also introduced video podcasts but they only work with Spotify. You know, they go hand in hand. So that would make total sense. But that's another indicator that video is going to blow up. If you are someone who prefers video, I would highly recommend that, you know, there's tools like Riverside or Squadcast or Zencaster where you can record the video of your podcast, you and your guests or just you if you prefer. All you have to do is strip the audio. So you can edit the video or you put the video up as it is. People are a lot more understanding of video not being edited within an inch of its life. Video and podcast are two different things. So you can put the video out as it is, strip the audio, So, you know, just separate the audio from the video, clean that up, whatever editing platform that you use, and then you put that out there as a podcast. There's not many other steps. Trust me, believe me, I thought there was, but I actually worked with a client this year on her video podcast. And actually it's just an extra one step. So if you are more comfortable on video and you're thinking, okay, that's the way that I prefer to do it, You can stick it on YouTube. You can take clips from it and put it on your social media. You can put it in your membership. Repurposing is the name of the game. And we're going to have a future episode coming up on that. But definitely video is going to be on the rise. There's a very small number. I think 20 something odd percent of podcasters are currently using video. But I definitely see that rising in the new year. Interestingly, in terms of the podcast directories, Apple has always held the number one spot, but in October of this year, Spotify moved into the number one position based on usage rather than download numbers. I have a feeling that it was probably as a result of the carnage (laughs) that I mentioned, all the problems, all the bugs, all the glitches that happened you know, in the summer that they didn't really address publicly, didn't really have, you know, Apple support was absolutely terrible in coming back to people. So I think that fits in with that. People just got fed up and moved over to Spotify. So that's what I'll bank that change on. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see Spotify are doing so much in this space at the moment So it'll be interesting to see where things go in 2022. I think things are definitely going to hot up between the two of them. And then a couple other quick things in terms of social media. So Spotify, you can now share an episode directly to social media, which is fantastic. For example... If you happen to be listening to this show and you wanted to share it you can do so. You can even share a specific part of the episode so that people can listen to it and that then drives traffic back to your podcast. So if you wanted to do that you know to test it out feel free (laughs) but if you do have your own podcast that's a really good way to engage your listeners and then of course If you did like a quick video to show them how to do it, because that's the other thing, right? The tech. People probably would love to share your podcast or review your podcast, but sometimes they're like, well, I don't know how to do it. I love that feature and sometimes I'll share it to my stories, my Instagram stories and tag the host. They love to know when their listeners are tuning in and what they took away. Also, this is latest news, like the last week or so, Spotify have added ratings to their platform. So for all this time, you could only rate and review your podcast on Apple Podcasts. And then there was one other, but it wasn't a very well-known, well-used, not in my circles. My stats for this show show that you listen either on Spotify or Apple. Those are the top two. So I would love to see Spotify add reviews. So they've added ratings and it's really easy. If you're on my Instagram, make sure you follow Too Busy to Podcast pod on Instagram. And in the next couple of days, I'll be sharing how you can do it. But it's really super easy. You have to have listened to a show before, which is fantastic. Because you just never know how many people are just going onto a show and rating without even listening to one episode. So with Spotify, you have to listen to an episode before you're able to rate it. And I just hope that being able to leave reviews on Spotify won't be too far behind. So I've got mad props for Spotify for doing that. Kajabi, if you are a coach, Kajabi is an all in one platform that allows you to do everything for your business within that platform. And I think it was back in. I can't remember when actually, quarter two, quarter three, they added a podcast feature to their platform. So really exciting. Of course, it's brand new. Kajabi is not a podcast platform. So there's probably some kinks that needs to be ironed out, but it just shows you where the industry's going. Kajabi has nothing to do with podcasting, but they saw the benefit of adding this feature to their platform because they know that a lot of their clients probably have podcasts and it's an all-in-one. You have your website, you have your email list, everything is in that platform. So it makes total sense for their consumers to be able to add their podcasts as well. So there's so much more, there's so much more. Looking ahead to 2022, I think this boom will continue. What if I have expanded into 80 plus new markets around the world? So from a podcast point of view, that means that their full podcast catalogue is now going to be available to more people across Asia, Africa, Latin America, the Caribbean than there were before. So if that's not an example of where this podcast trajectory is going, I don't know what is. There have been so many acquisitions this year as well. So Twitter acquired a team behind the Breaker podcast app. So I think Breaker was going to go bust and then, you know, Twitter swooped in and brought them up to make sure that they can continue. So now Twitter is now a part of the podcast game. Like there is so much. And I just think 2022 is going to be exciting. And I am looking forward to seeing what happens. I'm definitely looking forward to learning more about monetization so that I can help my clients, but then also share that knowledge with you guys. So yeah, that's it. I'm sure there's so much more that I could have talked about. If there's anything that you know happened this year in the podcasting world, tag me on Instagram and share it with me on Instagram or LinkedIn or wherever it is that we are connected. Or drop me an email if you have any follow-up questions. But I would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to me. You know, it's two days before Christmas. I really appreciate it. I want to also, of course, wish you a very Merry Christmas. I hope you are taking the time out for yourselves, spending that time with your family. You 100% deserve it. Take a couple of weeks, a week, two weeks out. There'll be no episode next week because I do as I say, and I have too many mince pies and too much Baileys to drink. But I will be seeing you again on the 5th of January with an amazing episode around goal setting. So until then, thank you so much and we will speak soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Too Busy To Podcast. I know how busy you are and I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to spend with me. If you enjoy this episode and you like to help support the podcast, please share it with others post about it on social media and subscribe or follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next week, keep calm and podcast. See you then.